Hello, beautiful angels, and welcome back to the Anonymous Podcast. So this week, again, you guys voted on my Instagram, Anonymous Podcast, and the options were resume and professional interview. And you guys chose resume. I do want to go into interviews at some point, but this one was super fun for me. When I first started working on my resume out of college, I was like, I don't know. I, I thought I felt really good about it and I had so much information in there and like my photo and all this stuff. And then I gave it off to a, a professional and they were like, ooh, yep, just remove literally all of this. I had like a five page, page resume. They were like, we need it down to one. So I'm here to share my tips and tricks and everything that I've learned. And obviously I am not a resume expert, but I have done a lot of work on my own. And I have also learned a lot over the past few days for this episode. So here we go. Two most important parts of the resume. The first one is the format. The second one is the content. Which one's more important? They're pretty even, but actually format can be more important, um, depending. So first thing, format. We need to make sure that the format of your resume is organized concise, comprehensive, and also what I call scannable. When I say scannable, um, I mean they need to be able to look over it in a few seconds because it's been proven that uh, recruiters and uh, people hiring only spend an average of six seconds on every single resume. So we want them to spend more time than that. (laughs) But we want them to be able to look over it and in six seconds, get uh, a good idea of who you are and what you bring to the table and have that be your best foot forward. So the look at the resume itself says a lot more than you would think. We don't want it to be crazy. That being said, like, like you, I'm sure you are so fun and so vibrant and so amazing. And we can show that in some ways but in terms of the actual like layout of the resume um unless you're an actor we will get into that a little bit later this needs to just be nice nice and clean and professional looking um that being said if you are like depending on your job you can tailor it if you are a graphic designer an art director a designer um even a marketer your resume can be a little bit more uh, perhaps creatively laid out than if you're going into something like business or law, um, where they just, they don't want the fluff, they don't want a creative design, they just want the information as comprehensively and uh, compact as possible. So, either way, we don't want any crazy colors, no crazy designs, no crazy graphics. you can you know maybe add a blue or like a dark green but that's kind of that's kind of it i would even say like there are some interesting ways like to divide it up it doesn't have to just be a straight page of words in fact i almost recommend it's not i think it needs to be broken up i think there needs to be bullets i think you need to take advantage of underlining italics grayscale bold. I think you need to take advantage of all of that. But within reason. Also, 
I love, and, and mine is like this, I have columns, which sounds odd, but it actually looks really cool. And I'll, I'll share a photo of mine on Instagram, blocked out, <laughs> some, some of the things blocked out. Um, but there's a line down the middle and on one side, well, not down, it's sort of, it's sort of one third to three fourths, um, one, one fourth to one third to the left, if that makes sense. And I have like some contact information and uh, my skills and my education. And then on the other side, I have all of my work experience. And then I think my accomplishments in terms of like awards and stuff. So that's generally how I recommend laying out. I'll go a bit more into layout in just a moment. So as I previously mentioned, make sure the most important things stand out. The top one third of your resume is going to be the most important. So it needs to like really sum up what they need to know about you. So they like want to read more. They need to look at that first half when they're skimming, the first third, excuse me, when they're skimming and be like, okay, wow, first of all, this resume, looks very aesthetically pleasing and great and organized and wonderful. Um, but also, I really like what she's saying. She seems to have a good grip on uh, how to say things in a concise, organized, thoughtful, eloquent manner. Think of it as like, like, and, and they say this in commercials and television and films and books and literally anything. The first few minutes, the first few lines is like the most important part because that's what's going to grab people and attract them. And that's what your resume needs to be. The overall look of it and the top one third need to be perfect, beautiful, amazing, iconic. Hire her immediately. This woman knows how to work a page. <laughs> Which brings me to my next point. One page, dear God, one page. Your resume does not need to be more than one page unless you are the president of the United States. I just, you know, and, and okay, maybe, maybe if you have had 10 plus years of experience and you have all of this amazing and relevant experience that you want to put on there, but honestly, I feel like there's something to be said that like they're already looking for consistency and I could be totally wrong about this, but it's my understanding that they want to see that you've been at companies for a while. They don't love to see you jumping around every single year. So already, the fewer, the better. They'd rather have like a few long chunks than, than like 20 there for two months. Um, so for me, the more work experience I get, the more I leave out. <laughs> so perfect example. In high school, I was working at Harley-Davidson and I was working at the zoo. Um, the zoo was really the main job. I just kind of had this side hustle with, with Harley. And I um, had both on my resume, even though neither one applied to film whatsoever um I had both on there because that was my work experience so going into my first internship in college that was what I came to offer and I'll 
I'm going to do like a little video on my Instagram about how to tailor work experience to make it sound at least a little bit more relevant to what you're applying to, which which can get tricky, but also fun. So as I, you know, I got one internship, which kind of, I think, honestly ignored my resume because, oh my God, it was so not relevant <laughs> as I got one internship, then I was able to remove Harley Davidson. And then I got another internship. And then I was able to remove the zoo. And then I got a job. And then I got another job. And then I took the first internship off that was unpaid and and I, you know, is not as, as relevant and impressive. And I now I have just my work experience that is um, that I feel good about, that I'm proud of. Not that not that I'm not proud of any of it, but that I feel is relevant to where I'm going. And that is how I believe you should approach it is okay, if I were to pick out four or five of the best work experiences that I have on here, how many how many holes are there? How many uh, things am I leaving out? Is what I'm leaving out really important? And then go from there. Maybe you remove a bullet point to try to add something in, or maybe you go over a page. But I just, I'm telling you, unless you have a lot of experience, I just implore you to not. It looks so much cleaner and better when it's one page. And like I said, they're scanning six seconds. They may not even get to the second page. So make sure everything you want is on one. Okay, that's my spiel about one page. Now, I'm going to try to describe... <laughs> I'm going to try to describe... Oh my god, you guys. I'm, woo! Why am I talking so fast today? Okay, just calm down. It's because I've had literally five cups of coffee today. I swear I have... I'm coffee going through my blood. So I just need to... Okay. Everybody just take a breath with me, yeah? Okay. On to layout. Uh, first thing on top of the page, obviously going to be your name. I'd recommend your name being a little larger, maybe 14 to 16, and then everything else being, you know, 10 to 12, maybe 8, just depending on... Um, how much you have. I think my like bullet points are like nine. My headings, like my the company title is 11 and title is, you, 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 you'll see what I'm talking about, but you can play with bold and, and making things slightly different sizes, but I wouldn't recommend going above 12 and definitely not below like eight or nine. I think eight's probably too small, but I mean, hey, hustlers got to hustle, you know, I get it. So also my margins, <laughs> my margins are way too small. And I, I know that you're not supposed to go below half an inch because you can run into printing problems, which has happened to me, but it's my ego, man. It's so big. I'm like, I can't leave anything out. So I got to take my own advice, but yeah. Half margins, half inch margins, uh, minimum. I would eight or nine minimum, preferably closer to ten to twelve. 
below your name I would put some contact info you don't have to put your address but it may be like the city you're located in and your phone number just so they have a way to contact you if they like your resume that was a huge mistake that I had on my first one they were like how are they gonna contact you and I was like mm, telepathy I don't know um I this is not something that I had heard of but I have heard many times in this research that you should have like a professional summary a professional paragraph an intro an elevator pitch within that first that first third after that they recommend putting your skills um I can't remember the exact word that was used but basically your comprehensive skills the relevant skills that they're gonna like be like oh she can use Microsoft Word you know whatever she's good with multi-lined phones and a fax machine Ooh, what a lady you know that kind of stuff throw it up because this is your tinder profile this is this is dating tinder this is your tinder profile so put at least as much work into this as you do that because I know we overthink that I know we do so uh important things important relevant skills that you have I actually have my skills and education reversed like they say skills and then have education at the bottom I have it reversed I might change that because this is what the experts say but they say skills I have education and then the meat ugh, I hate that phrase why did I just say that Okay, then the, the the majority, the bulk of your resume is going to be your work experience. So uh, company, what I put on top, and then your title, and then like on the side to the right of it, I'll have the dates that you were there. So like July 2019 to present. June 2018 to July 2019 and I'll go in chronological order most recent to most past right. <laughs> the most recent to the furthest um and then underneath each one you will have like your title and then you'll have your bullets and these are the responsibilities that you had they are your accomplishments and i'll go more into sculpting these bullets later aka in like 30 seconds <laughs> so um like i said chronological generally go through that then they recommend putting your education so that's going to be uh whatever your highest education is if it's high school, put what high school you went to. I don't really recommend putting GPA unless it's something like wild, like 4.0. But they don't, I don't even think they care. I gotta tell you, at some point, like, they just don't care. I know in, in it's confusing because when applying to college, um, if you did that, they ask for your high school GPA. And that's a huge thing. Uh, I found in work experience, they don't really care what your GPA is. I mean, they might. If you put it on there and it's really bad, they might be like, huh, that's 
an odd thing, an odd thing to put on your, essentially like your your paper highlight reel. <laughs> but it's not required. If you don't want to put it on there, you don't have to. I will be shocked if they even ask you about it. I have to tell you, unless it's like some kind of internship related to school. Just I've, I've never once been asked in an interview about my GPA, and I was proud of mine. I was ready to tell them. No one cares. Okay. Uh, so yeah, most recent, uh, unless you have a bachelor's and a master's in, you know, gosh, a doctorate, PhD, whatever, um, anything after, if it's high school, put high school, if it's bachelor's, put bachelor's, if it's anything above a bachelor's, you can go ahead and include your bachelor's and then whatever else, like bachelor's, master's, because like they do care where you went to college. That's all great and interesting to them. Um, you've got your bachelor's from Harvard, you got your master's from Yale, you got your, your doctorate from Princeton, and you know, NBD, right? Yeah, they want to know that. That's great. And then um, at the bottom, you have awards and accomplishments. If you want to, sort of optional. Again, if you have something you want to slide in there, brag about. This is the little, hey, hey, you know, I got uh, employee of the month for... 38 months in a row. What was the thing in Employee of the Month? Did y'all ever see that movie? What was the deal? 17 months? You know what? I don't care. Anywho, at the very bottom, references furnished upon request. That's what I put. Just at the very bottom, just a little sign out, nice and tiny, in the center at the bottom. But there's different ways to do that. You don't have to put that at all. Um, one lady was looking at my resume and was like, this is stupid. Another one was like, this is great. It's to some extent taste. So I left it. I thought it looked nice and official. And I liked saying references furnished upon request because it just made me sound, I don't know, like a professional lady. So that's what I did. Okay. Number two, like I said, first one, in case you forgot, because I sure did, was format. Number two is the content. Once again, the meat. Why would I use it again? Why do I do that? I don't even have that written down. Why did why did I just use an analogy that I hate twice in a row? I don't know. I don't know why I do these things. Okay, content. First of all, unless you are an actor, do not include a photo. Just don't. Just don't. You don't want them judging you off of your photo and and I don't I don't want to see your photo if I'm looking at resumes. It makes me uncomfortable. I don't know why, but I'm just like, I mean, I guess there's just, there's a, there's a logic that it kind of makes it hard to turn down, but it also kind of makes me want to turn you down because I don't understand why you put your photo. So don't put your photo, I implore you, unless you're some kind of actor or performer and like your, your face is your business. That's the moneymaker, baby. Show your moneymaker. If it's your brain, show your brain. If it's your heart, show your heart. If it's your face, show your face. They want to see what's going to make them money. Um, that's one of the weirdest things I've said, but also one of one of the truest. So just bear that in mind. Um, something I strongly recommend, please tailor your resume based on the job that you are impl implying. The job that you're applying to. So... There are certain buzzwords, which I'll get into, um, associated with certain jobs. 
marketing is going to be sales. It's going to be branding. It's going to be trends. Um, Something like law is going to be analyzing. It's going to be comprehending. Um, Something like you know, if it's a, if it mentions teamwork a lot, or if it's a very community, how do I say this? If it's a job where you are working with a lot of people and it's a very collaborative, thank you, that's the word, collaborative job, then you're going to want to use things like team player, teamwork, collaborative, um, communicative. If it's more of an individual job, you're going to want to say things like led, uh, ran, organized, that sort of thing. If it's an assistant job, you're going to want to say things like assisted. You're going to want to like, like look at what's in the job description and pick out words and incorporate them into the resume. It only takes a few minutes and it makes a huge difference. A lot of companies are also using computerized like automatic resume scanners before they even have a person look at it. And they're looking for certain words to pass your resume along and get you through that door. So highly, highly, highly recommend just taking a look, noticing what words they use and putting them into your resume. There's lots of words. I use the thesaurus all the time when writing my like little descriptions of my job experience. So many words are interchangeable. So many. So just do with that as you will. In the bullets, so the bullets are like bragging points. Somebody told me this. Bullet points are like bragging points. They're going to be Um, accomplishment driven. They're going to be an action verb and then like a task or something that you accomplished. Um, And like I said, I'm talking about the bullet points underneath your job experience. So something like started, coordinated, strategized, Uh, generally like past tense action verb words. Something else I read, hiring managers love when you can give them specific, tangible quantities in these bullet points. So it's great that you organized meetings, you know, but how many did you organize? What was the percentage of efficacy, efficiency, words, but if you can give them specific um, percentages, uh, data amounts, dollar amounts, Anything like that that's quantitative, they eat that up. Give them specific data. So, some buzzwords. Like I said, get out the thesaurus, use the internet, look up good buzzwords for this job or just good buzzwords for resumes, and it'll pop out like a hundred. Here's under budget was one of the main ones for the record. Under budget, led, managed, created, improved, maximized, Decreased, increased, researched, wrote, achieved, communicated, improved, trained, mentored, influenced, negotiated, and launched. Just a few of the most popular 
largest words. They're looking for that stuff. The computer's looking for that stuff. And even though buzzwords has kind of become buzzwords, it really does, like, they are going to see those words and be like, huh, interesting. It just brings up a certain image. It makes you look a certain way. All right, my loves. That's all I have for this episode. I will follow up with some Instagram posts to help out, some little mini videos and reels um, all pertaining to more resume stuff. This is so fun. I hope you enjoyed it. And good luck getting those jobs, ladies. You got this. I believe in you. You are strong, competent angels. And until we talk next time, stay heavenly.